Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to the Prepare My Mission podcast, where our mission is to equip you for an effective mission trip abroad. We do that here by having honest conversations about what it looks like to live out our faith, not only on the international mission field, but here at home as well. Sitting across from me is my wife, Terry. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, CJ. And in this episode, we'll be discussing the one question that reveals where God wants you to serve. Uh, Then we'll be answering a listener's question about combining a mission trip and vacation and how to fundraise the right way for this kind of trip. Finally, we'll be updating you on what's happening on our website. With that, let's get started. So, Terry, I'm a little tired. I don't know if you're a little tired. I am a little tired. Um, But we uh, just finished up, like literally just finished up, uh, spending a weekend with uh, people everybody likes to hang out with, uh, people group that everybody likes to hang out with, middle schoolers, right? Right. Um, So I don't know if it's going to show itself in my voice. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little exhausted. I'm I'm, like. We're still recovering. Recovery hasn't begun. Uh, well, true. it's been like <laughs> so. We work with uh, we work with we volunteer with middle schoolers at our home church here in Alfreda, uh, North Point Community Church. Uh, Terry works with a group of sixth graders, sixth grade mm-hmm. girls. I work with yes, a group girls. of uh, eighth grade guys, and we had our our what we call Walking Wisely weekend, mm-hmm. which we like I said we like just finished up. Yeah. Uh, like an hour ago and now we're talking now we're recording a podcast we're trying <laughs> so you know Our brains I, are a little foggy our voices so are a little sore walking wisely the weekend is when is kind of like the disciple now weekend yeah. discipleship weekend where you take your group and you have a main service and then you go to host homes and spend the night mm-hmm. and and not sleep right and, uh, i learned a lot of really important things this weekend <laughs> like from the, um, from the boys you know uh i think one of the the greatest things I, i've learned i've been doing this for a while right. i learn new things all the time like if you're staying at a home that has a pool and a blow-up mattress the the blow-up mattress will end up <laughs> in the pool at some point <laughs> so i learned that lesson um i also learned that if you deflate that mattress just a little bit it, it's a makeshift blob right next to the pool. Somehow the boys will end up on top of the mattress in the pool. <laughs> yes. And then somehow they will end up bleeding because they hit the side of the pool. And uh, oh, yeah, so really a- good things here. So just if you're working with kids and there's a pool and there's a and there's a an air mattress, mm-hmm. even though it's 30 degrees outside, it, those two it's things will game. come together. Yeah, it's fair They game. will come together. Absolutely. I, I didn't think it would happen <laughs> as cold as it is, but you're around yeah, swimming. I know. How, how about you? Did um, you learn anything? I learned how to do a fishtail braid. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a specific braid. Because, um, you know, when one is girl... Is that wa- like what Justin Bieber does? <laughs> <laughs> no. But, you know, when one girl gets her hair braided, then all the girls have to match. So uh, we did some fishtail braiding and some regular braiding. Um, for session last night. So that was fun. Yeah. I think my lesson was a little. Yeah. Yours was a little more extreme. I think little, girls little are a little better. more toned down. Um, so 
But it was fun. No one's duffel bag ended no. up at the bottom of no. a pool or anything. <laughs> no, not not in the least bit. <laughs> All right. Well, so we're a little tired, but hey, we are we're devoted. We are. We're committed. We're focused. Uh, I've got my coffee here in my left hand. I've got my podcast notes in front of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are. We're gonna do it. We're ready to talk about stuff. <laughs> We need to restart? I don't think so. Let's just keep on going. All right. This podcast is brought to you by uh, something we talked about for the first time on our last podcast, stickers. So we have a new product, actually three new products. There are three stickers, Um, something brand new. And these are stickers that say something that means something. They say something encouraging. Uh, For instance, one says, leave your comfort zone behind. Another says, Borders are overrated. And then another says, send me. Um, and these aren't junky stickers. These are uh, four inch by four inch Instagrammy looking stickers that are UV coded. Uh, they're ready for your car. They're ready for your bathroom mirror, your laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they're, they just serve as small little reminders that, you know, whenever you kind of glance at it and you see it, um, hopefully it reminds you of what your mission is, not just for your life, but for that day as well. Um, so if you're ready to put something on your car that means something more than just your favorite sports team, check these out. Um, you can check them out at preparemymission.com slash stickers. Cool? Sweet. All right, yeah, go check those out, all right? All right, so with that, we'll move on to our featured conversation about the one question that reveals where God wants you to serve. Keep listening. still laughing about the, the air mattress and the pool thing, but we need to move on to more, more relevant topics. Um, so the one question that reveals where God wants you to serve. So this could be a really short podcast because I might just throw out the question and then we're done, but hopefully we'll have something more, more than just that. But, you know, I've had, I've been asked on several occasions and given this advice on several, several occasions that people have asked me, you know, where, where should you go on your first mission right. trip? Yeah. And uh, honestly, I've always just said, I've said uh, a lot of times Central America, South America, mm-hmm. because these places are uh, close. They're in the same time zone. So it makes traveling it's a little familiar. easier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're less expensive because they're close. And it's just kind of a good place to, to jump off to. And I still think that's true. Yeah. But um, this question kind of showed up in our lives a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. And I think this is a better answer to that question. It's kind of right. a question which is answering a question. Right. But um, this uh, this question was part of um, a sermon that Andy Stanley did at our, our church, North Point Community Church, a couple of weeks ago. And he, he revealed it on a, a grand scale, obviously, to a lot of people, a lot of different walks of life. Right. Um, but we found that it, it really, really hits home if you're, um, involved in the missions world as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it, it's really, really powerful. And what's the question, Terry? Should we get into it or should we? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that's the whole point of our conversation well, today. People are just going to shut off the podcast as <laughs> soon as you say this. So, um, Well, the question is, what breaks your heart? That's it? Yeah. That's... What breaks your heart? Mm-hmm. So the answer to... Where God wants you to serve yeah. is 
the question, what breaks your heart? Mm -hmm. Now, what we're talking about here is not just, I mean, there are a lot of things that break a lot of people's hearts. I mean, we all see things all the time that break our hearts. You know, that's terrible. That's so sad. I'm so sorry for you. But really, when you, what is, what breaks your heart? What is it when, when you see it? When you see the images, mm-hmm. when you hear the stories, uh, your mind and heart just think, that's not, that's, oh, there's something deeply wrong something. with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, something needs to be done about that. W- what is that thing? What is thing? that thing? Yeah. What about you? Do you um, want to answer that or? So before we jump into okay. answering it ourselves, I was thinking, why, why is this, uh, why is this a good question? Well, I think, I mean... I definitely think that... Take a sip of coffee. <laughs> I think it's a reflective thing to, to see where God might be leading you. You know, and that's, I mean, that's just a short answer to that. But yeah. um, I think God God works on your heart and specifically for you, yeah. you know, in areas he wants, I believe, he's, he's wanting to lead you towards, so... Yeah, what breaks your heart is um, that question reveals what's on your heart. Right. When you, when you kind of get past, you know, the, the layers of your life. Um, and, you know, I, over and over throughout the Bible, and I was, I've got some stuff here to kind of point out, God is constantly, if you look at the patterns in the Bible, God is constantly stirring the hearts of people to pers- pursue different purposes and solve right. different problems that are greater mm-hmm. than themselves. Yeah. Um, and, Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's I really that's all I have really, to say. Yeah, I think that is answers that God, it. God would constantly uh, have an encounter with people right. and put something on their heart that they need to um, respond cor- to. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why this is a very, very great question. A better question than just, well, what's conv- where, where is it convenient right. to go travel? Or what, what would be fun to do? Or where right. would be a cool place to travel? Because it's know? easy to, to want to go somewhere where you know, you know, people that have been or, you know, it's the place you've always wanted to visit or, you know, things like that. I mean, it's easy to want to do that, but. um, So you want me to jump into my answer? Yeah, go for it. I want to hear what you have. So, and then we'll do yours. My answer is kind of twofold and obviously there's no right or wrong answers, but um, I think about it twofold. Uh, I think about it domestically and then internationally. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, because because we we actually live domestically, we're normal right. people. We don't just think about international missions twenty four seven. Hence, what we just did this weekend. Right. Uh, nothing to do with international missions, but this is part of what I believe breaks my heart uh, domestically is uh, people that don't believe or don't know that God can use them. Hmm. Um, so that's what breaks my heart when God believes in your ability to serve and to go and to make a difference more than you believe in your own ability. Mm-hmm. That breaks my heart. And I feel like that is something that uh, God has has designed me to, um, to impact, like, hmm. that God has designed me to speak into lives of of people listening to this podcast or through our Twitter right. and through our website to speak into the people's lives and say, hey, and, and kind of be that connection between their heart and the idea that God can actually use right. them, that I'm an encourager. Hmm. And and it's the same. And, and what I think is interesting is that 
the more you pursue the answer to this question, the more specific it becomes. Yeah, that's true. Um, so like, you know, my answer to this question wasn't this specific two years ago. Right. And then in the context of like what we just did this weekend, working with middle schoolers, you know, encouraging them looks very different than <laughs> encouraging the people listening right. to this podcast and that, you know, throughout the weekend, I'm, I feel like I'm herding cattle and we're having, you know, mm-hmm. you know, guys are farting in small group discussions, but, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it's part of it. And somehow this is the, I'm somehow passionate about helping them connect the dots, right. even at that age, uh, to the idea that, Hey, God can use you and God, right. uh, you matter to God and God wants to you to make a difference. And let's yeah. see what that looks like in a middle schooler's right. life. That That's was a good. long answer. Yeah. Um, and I'll get to internationally here in a second. That's a lot more simple, honestly. Um, but there's a ver- there's a passage in the Bible that I've always loved, and I don't think I've ever shared this with you. Hmm. Um, from Exodus three, when God was calling Moses, and it's just it's a situation that I th- all of us I think can identify with uh, when God says to Moses, "Now I'm sending you to the king of Egypt." so that you can lead my people out of his country. And this is what I think is just really, really personal. But Moses said to God, I am nobody. How can I go to the king and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? Um, God answered, I will be with you. And when you bring the people out of Egypt, you'll worship me on this mountain. That will be, be proof that I've sent you. Anyways, mm-hmm. the, the, the statement, I am nobody, is yeah. something that so many people struggle with. Still struggle yeah. with. I mean, middle schoolers, their culture, their environment, that is like all they're wrapped up in is trying to figure out how to not be nobody. And that's something they struggle with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, And it doesn't and that's not anything anybody ever, I think, overcomes completely. You know, I think that that's always a battle. Right. You know. So anyways, that's that's, those are my thoughts um, after four hours of sleep in two days. (laughs) Um, and then internationally, the phrase that I've shared with you before mm-hmm. on several occasions, what breaks my heart internationally, uh, more than just poverty, more than just orphans. Again, these are greater ideas. And when you pursue them, they become more specific, mm-hmm. uh, is kids raising kids. Yeah. That's what breaks my heart. To see a child that's eight years old raising their two-year-old right. younger brother or sister. It's just gut-wrenching. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I guess we'll get into how to make that more practical in a minute. What's your answer? Okay. Um, (laughs) thanks for listening to me ramble there. Sure. Um, I mean, to be honest, this was, um, something I've actually struggled with. Uh, this was really hard for me to answer. Um, and I think initially I was coming at it from the viewpoint of, I got to find that one specific thing, you know? Um, and trying to figure out um, or feeling like even, well, maybe I'm not in a place right now where I'm seeing anything or realizing anything's breaking my heart. You know, I kind of felt stuck on this for a while, Um, but I've just realized that, um, well, basically, I I remembered a situation when we were, you and I were dating, and this was Mm -hmm. probably four years ago. Um, I, I was in another state and I would come and visit um, you know, I would come and visit you. And I remember the first time I went to transit with you, which is the middle school environment at North point. And I remember, 
Uh, I was in college at the time, and I remember standing up and looking down at all the girls and just my heart broke over them, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just thinking back to my my middle school years and even high school and even college. I mean, as just being a woman in the in this culture and society, a female trying to find your way, mm-hmm. um, just wondering, you know, I remember looking down and just wondering how many of these girls are just looking for acceptance, you yeah. know. Um, and I think that that is something that broke my heart then and continues to break my heart now. Um, but even, you know, we just got back from a weekend spending, right. you know, spending with this age group. And, um, I think that I didn't look at it in that viewpoint then, right. um, but looking back now in light of the question, it's like, God was breaking my heart in that instance, you know, and I didn't know it at the time in that light you know, but here I am, you know, and, uh, I mean, we've served with transit, you know, since we've, at least since we've been married, you know, so at least for three years and, um, just being able to be involved in their lives, you know, I think that God continues to break my heart and even more so now because I'm in that environment, you know, and I am serving there. Um, so I think, you know, and that's something I was just thinking of, and isn't it isn't it neat how kind of going back to what I was trying to get at earlier that you're doing a better job of explaining <laughs> that the the more you pursue it mm-hmm. the the more the more specific it get, gets and the more it more it continues to break your heart and almost it almost um, and I think what breaks your heart eventually becomes what you're passionate about right. and I think that's what. I don't know, maybe that's what I'm kind of getting at or kind of what we're working towards here that ultimately when you find what breaks your heart and you start stepping in that direction, God uses those steps to create more heartbreaking moments. Right. And then those moments become what you you decide to devote your life to, what you become passionate about. Yeah, because I think, you know, and I think of a book, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it's called Just Do Something. And Kevin DeYoung. Kevin DeYoung, yes. Um, and I, I mean, I can't, I, it's been years since I read the book, but in it, the he just talks about sometimes you just have to start somewhere, yeah. you know? And I think in in this light, sometimes it is just finding what's in front of you and just mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, we're and, so we're so preoccupied with, well, what's your passion? Right. What are you passionate about? What are you? What, what are, are your you, gifts? What are you, yeah, yeah, and those what, are all yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. But, like, what are your gifts? Well, I... I I don't know. I can, yeah. I can cook macaroni and cheese really, really well. <laughs> Great, you know. Yeah. But sorry, I kind of oh, interrupted no, you. Fine. But we're so focused on, you know, the question of what are you passionate about rather right. than... What's God put in front of you that you God just need to take a step, you mm-hmm. know? And I really do believe that if you just take that first step, your heart's going to follow. You know, if you're doing something that's, that's giving God glory, your heart's going to follow you. And, you know, I know that scripture says, you know, where your treasure is, your heart will be also. Right. And I know it's technically Never talking about money, <laughs> but I think it's true for a lot in a, in a lot of circumstances in life, you know? Um, so that's one of them. And then another one for me, sorry, I know that was yeah, a long can, answer, but I had, I two had a as long, well. I had a long answer too. So, I mean, I spent like 10 minutes talking about mine. Yeah. And this one's more broad as well. Um, but I think just seeing injustice done to people who can't speak up for themselves, Yes, um, you've told me about this one Yeah, before. I've told you about that one. So whether Give that's... Give us a situation. <laughs> um, Give us an example, because I think the way that... I think um, 
when I hear that, I interpret it like injustice is like around the world. Mm -hmm. But I think your thoughts on it, because of your background in school and that kind of thing, you have a different thought. Yeah. I mean, I think the first one that comes to mind is um, just the elderly population. Mm -hmm. So you used to work with, Mm -hmm. um, when you first moved to Georgia, you worked with an assisted... Geriatrics. So yeah, assisted living, memory care um, type thing. And um, just watching, you know, when you get to, you know, when you're our age, you just don't really think about the fact that we all age, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you're in that environment around people who have lived, you know, four times as long as me, um, and they've lived full lives, but they're now in a, in a situation where they just, they can't speak up for themselves sometimes mm-hmm. and they, they can't fight for themselves. And, um, whenever there's injustice done to them, um, whether it's big or small, um, it breaks my heart, you know, people taking advantage yeah, of people these taking elderly. advantage or mistreating, misspeaking to that, you know, just being disrespectful. Yeah. Um, it breaks my heart because they, they can't do anything about it you right. know and they're not in a place in life that um they can change their circumstances right um you know and another one is people with disabilities you know i think and not all disabilities you know are um as extreme as others but there are definitely mm-hmm. situations where people with disabilities can't fight for themselves and they yeah. can't speak up for themselves and i i just think there's a, a large ignorance in our culture of what they deal with and it breaks my heart to see them mistreated or forgotten about, you yeah, know? I hear you. Um, so <laughs> there's my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. But I think those are, I mean, those are probably the two, two biggest things um, when it comes to answering that question for me. So the, the real practical question that gets behind all of this, and I'm going to poke at you a little bit. Okay. Um, oh, no. <laughs> is, this is the follow-up question for all of us is what's standing in the way of you acting on what breaks your heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, and I'm trying to figure out like, do, so if these things that break our heart, do we need to try and be acting on all of them at once? Cause right. like for instance, you know, with the middle school thing that you were talking about first, well, we are, we are actively, you know, involved right. in, in that side of things. But as far as what breaks your heart is, you know, the elderly is concerned or those with disabilities, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're not actively involved right, right now right. in anything. So I'm just poking like yeah. what stands in the way or is it just that it's hard to be devoted to so many different things at one time? Yeah, I know. I think that's a good question. I mean, I think a lot of it because obviously this since we heard the sermon series, we've we've put yeah. a lot of thought into this, you know, over the past couple of weeks of just like, well, what do we do with this? You right. know. Um, and I think it, it kind of goes back to, um, just personally, um, where, where am I focusing my spare time? Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, that is really what I think it boils down to because there are organizations and there are resources around, right. you know, that I, I could be involved in, right. but, um, honestly, that's not how I've chosen to, to be intent, be intentional with my time towards yeah. that, you know? And there are, there are definitely, I think there are seasons of life yeah. where I think it's obviously easier to devote more time to one than another. Um, but I think also, I'm just kind of poking at ourselves a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, getting involved doesn't always me- mean time. It, right. it could also mean, all right, above and beyond what we're doing financially, how can we 
right. do something for these people and at least invest our treasure where 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 our heart is yeah. uh, a little bit more so. Um, but yeah, yeah I think it, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't always mean that you know twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent because I mean we're you know we're planning a mission trip for later this year, but obviously you know that mission trip is you know a week or two of our time. Uh, in in the area that I'm breaks my heart, you know, maybe kids raising kids or just you know mm-hmm. something similar to that. Or, but at the same time, every week we're invested in this middle school environment, so it's not always equal. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Th- and I think too sometimes, and I think this is this is what what is a barrier for me is my mind automatically goes to um, the default of. Well, if I can't volunteer such amount of time, I'm not going to be able to make a difference. So what's the point? Mm, yeah. You know, and I think that is, I mean, it's a cop out, really. You know, it's an excuse. And I think it's a lie that, honestly, I think it's a lie that the enemy feeds us. Like, well, yeah. you're, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. So why even bother? Yeah. You know, um, and I think it's easy to have that mindset because I can't. You know, I I could only volunteer maybe a few hours a week, you know, right. or such an amount of dollars, you know. But um, I sh- you but know, yeah, can't let that use the excuse that a little bit isn't worth that much. Right. So don't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. That it's, it's easy to dismiss it until later because can't do a whole lot right now. Right. Um, but then it just comes back to you know to uh, what's again. A little bit of sleep. What's the, is it in the reverse? Something like you know that if you're yeah if you're faithful with little you'll be given much or some, mm-hmm. something like that. Right. That if you're faithful with a little bit of time and money and resources right. that you do have right now, um, you know God will multiply that later to right. create more impact and give you know. So, right. I hope there's a verse like that. There there's, is. Uh, I can't remember what it is word for word, but it's like something yeah. about. Being faithful with little, he will entrust Something you like with that. much. Um, Second so. hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hesitating. Uh, no, there is a verse like that. I just don't know where it is. Yeah, it's right next to that verse about, uh, you know, if you give your money to the church, you're automatically a millionaire. <laughs> something like that. No. <laughs> All right. Any? Th- do you have any other thoughts no, here? No, I mean, I'm, I think- I'm out of coffee here, so it's going <laughs> to so go downhill. <laughs> See, that's that why your eyes are getting quickly. heavy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think that's, I mean, I think it's just, it's good that we, we're constantly talking about it because it's easy to, you know, answer it once and then you move on, you know. Right. Um, yeah, we've been talking about this for several weeks now. Yeah. So in closing, ask yourself, what breaks your heart? And then ask maybe the harder question, what is standing in the way of you acting on what breaks your heart? And if you don't know what breaks your heart right now, like Terry was saying, just do something. Just do something that's in front of you. And a lot of times that's the first step to realizing and uh, noticing what God is putting on your heart. Uh, It's kind of lights lights Mm -hmm. the match and lights that fire a little bit. So you can tweet your thoughts to us on Twitter at PrepMyMission. You can tag us in an Instagram post at PrepareMyMission. Uh, you can join us on Facebook and comment there. Or you can send an email to us, uh, terry at preparemymission.com or cj at preparemymission.com. Um, yeah. So with that, we will move on to our listener question for the week. Keep listening.
listener question this week comes from Jess from New York. She asked, I'm fundraising for a mission trip to Europe, but I am also thinking about staying a week longer than the rest of my team to do some sightseeing. How should I fundraise since I'm trying to combine my mission trip and sightseeing trip? Hmm. You point to me, but uh, I, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I'm not I, sure. <laughs> uh, I say, um, yeah, I, I have time to process these questions. Yeah, that is true. It's the first I, time I've heard it. <laughs> so um, I say keep them separate. Um, I mm. say that no one wants to pay for your vacation. Right. Um, and so you've got to distinguish between the two. Uh, at the same time, though, you know, you don't want to deceive people and say, just mention your mission trip when you are doing something right. else. You don't want people to feel like they're getting tricked into donating uh, to your mission trip. Mm. They don't want to find out later that they don't want to see all your Facebook pictures yeah. and say, hey, I thought that was a mission trip right. and be like, oh, yeah, it kind of was and then kind of wasn't. Um, so I think being open and upfront and keeping the two separate mm. is huge. Um, and I think you keep them separate by paying for a chunk of the trip yourself. Oh, yeah. So obviously on the vacation side or the sightseeing side, uh, you want to be paying for your lodging, food, and transportation. And then I think paying for your return plane ticket home, that would be what I would tell somebody yeah. to do. Uh, pay for that yourself too. Um, just because you don't want people to think that you're using a paid-for mission trip plane tickets to get you to and from your vacation destination. Right. You're kind of piggybacking. Yeah. And you are piggybacking, I guess. Right. But Yeah. You want to be as above reproach as possible. Yeah. Or even just figure out, I mean, if you're going to be there 10 days working with an organization, figure out what the cost of that is. Yeah. And then, honestly, I would probably just do the plane ticket myself and then anything above and beyond, you know, what it, what the organization would say, this is what your lodging and food will be for the 10 days, you yeah. know, um, that you're serving because... Because you're right. I mean, you want to be above reproach. And, and I know that that may not be capable, you know, or, a, you know, for everybody to pay for the plane ticket totally. But, right. but you know, you, I mean, if that's, you got to give and take somewhere, you know, so. Sorry, that's just <laughs> no, me uh, processing fine. out loud there. <laughs> you're fine. Um, did we answer it? I don't know. Keep them separate. Yeah, I would keep them separate. Keep, make, make sure you're above approach. You definitely don't want to have gray area. Um, if you have a question that you'd like us to ramble through and <laughs> verbally process for you, you can email us at podcast at preparemymission.com or send us a message on Twitter or Facebook. Cool? Yeah. <laughs> hey. We, can, we need to ride the excuse that we are tired as yeah. long as we can. Because other podcasts were like, okay, it's kind of it's it's kind of good advice. Sometimes not. Maybe right. it is. But we don't really have an excuse. Yeah. It's just us. Well, we but have an excuse. Right now, it's just like, hey, I've only had <laughs> four hours of, of sleep. <laughs> and since we record on Sunday afternoon, and that's what it is right now. Right. And I haven't slept since Thursday night, night, really. Yeah. So... Hey, if I'm gonna use the, if I want to use the word vacationy, I will. And if I want to, <laughs> when did you use that? I think I used the word vacationy. Oh. Maybe not. I don't know. I was thinking I was, while you were an, while you were answering that, I was like, did I use the word vacationy? <laughs> so I have no idea if you gave good advice or not. Oh. I was thinking about what I well, said. We'll let others decide that. I guess. Oh, uh, when I'm editing this, <laughs> or I'll, that. I'll go back and realize. Oh, 
Oh, no, I didn't. And then I mentioned it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> All right. What's happening? Oh, man. I can feel I can feel mm. my lack of coffee setting in. My voice is getting. Yeah. We should just. All right. Yeah. Blow through, through this. What's happening on the website? There's not much that's new. We did a lot of stuff over the past week. Week? <laughs> we, we did a lot of stuff over the past week uh, for our email list. The, the wheels are falling off now. Yeah. Um, so if you're not on our email list, you missed out. Okay. Um, so we sent all of our email subscribers free stickers this week. So you know I was, I was talking about how you can buy stickers mm-hmm. at the beginning of this? You could have gotten them for free yeah. on our email list. We were working hard, stuffing envelopes this week with stickers, with notes. Um, so if you want to get on our email list, go to preparemymission.com slash email because you never know what we're going to do next. Right. So not a whole lot of stuff new on the website because we were working, doing some stuff for our, our email subscribers. Um, but we do have a lot of content in the works, uh, more step-by-step fundraising guides, which we'll have up over the next week or so, but not no really new pages to mention. Mm-hmm. So. I won't mention. <laughs> All right. That's it for this episode of the podcast. We'll have another podcast for you two Tuesdays from now, which is February 24th. Uh, between now and then, don't forget to support us by checking out our new stickers by visiting preparemymission.com slash stickers. You can find the show notes for this podcast and you can find previous episodes of the podcast by visiting preparemymission.com slash podcast. Just scroll down past the little player there, uh, the podcast player, and you'll see all of our previous episodes, all of the podcast notes. Finally, if you visit preparemymission.com, you'll find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, our Pinterest page, and our Instagram. We're active on all four all week long. Uh, You can connect with us, be encouraged by posts, um, find out what new content we're adding to the site you know pretty much in real time cool yep uh with that uh until next time i'm cj and i'm terry and thank you for listening now time to take a nap